This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And now, coming to you live from atop the Lavender Town Radio Tower, it's the one, the only, Puckle Podcast. And welcome to the 434th episode of the Puckle Podcast. I am your host, Trainer Thatch, here today with my uh, morning early bird co-host. There we go, early bird. It's the same time that we always do it, but it's early bird because we time has no construct anymore. Um, we have no idea what it means. What is time? No one knows. <laughs> no, we just wake. We uh, we wake from sleep a couple turns early. That's all yep. we do. <laughs> so we have Doctor Shamu, as you could hear in the background. Hello, hello. And then we've of course got the no, none other but Linian, uh, the man. Hello, uh, good morning. We're gonna call, just say the man. Uh, welcome to the Fuckle Podcast. Fuckle, of course, standing for the Pokemon Underground Champions League, a nonsensical name I came up with in 2016. Or not 2016, 2007, when I was 16. So that makes sense. It's right? all right. Time's a construct. It doesn't matter. Time is a construct. Who cares? The name. Welcome to the Fucko Podcast. A nonsensical name we came up with in the year 2026. Uh. <laughs> but uh, we talk everything here, Pokemon, from the video game to the trading card game and everything in between. I don't know. Is there a. Th- uh, we'll say there are. Everything else is in between. And uh, so. Uh, what have you guys been up to lately? We got we got some fun stuff to talk about today, but I, I want to know what you guys have been up to lately. I don't think either of you have been on the show like very recently. I've been, I think I was in the beginning of the year. About it. Yeah, you were on like the beginning of the year and you haven't been on since. Yeah, uh, I really haven't been doing much. It's just been a couple raids here and there with some events. I should do some of the new ones. That they yeah, I haven't done that yet either. I haven't done it yet. And, and then it's just been like Animal Crossing and some other games. Yeah. Trying out. Playing around with Animal Crossing, it's it's a time. And you've got a new office now too, right? Uh, I have uh, I moved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last week or two, I've been moving. That's so. exciting. Soon, very soon, hopefully, be able to do some streams or something. Ooh, that'll be fun. Do a fun run through or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Linian? What have you been up to? Um, since last time I've been on, I have not been able to do a whole ton of Pokemon other than get to the last dungeon in uh, uh, DX. Like for the story, yeah, the 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 Rayquaza dungeon, yeah, yeah. Get there, get mostly. I think I was like two floors off the top. Got slaughtered by a monster house, and I no longer had reviver. I just don't have reviver seeds, so um, I've put that down for a bit because grinding for items sounds terrible. Yeah. Uh, so uh, other than that, it's been a lot of Animal Crossing and some borderlands 3 which came out on steam and yeah. that's been my my, my uh, free time <laughs> same same here with borderlands 3 as well i've never played borderlands 
Uh, I've heard it's good, but I've never played it. Wow. Did you just say what wow? <laughs> it's first person shooter Diablo is the best way I can describe it. I've never played Diablo. So there okay, we go. Okay, now this so, is my turn hey, to say hey, wow. Okay, hey, so, so you know, you know Payday? I, I have played Payday. I have played Payday. It, it's kind of like that with skill trees. Okay. But it's more of uh closer to a, just an FPS instead of a, like a objective game. Oh, so I don't know. It's, I, I don't know. It's something that I care about then. You still have like, you still have like missions and stuff like that, but like, it's not like you complete this mission and you redo the same thing over and it's, I, it's a fun game. There's a lot of very, like variations you can do with it. And very humor driven. I don't play a lot of first person shooters. The only ones that I do, like, I I play Payday. I think that's probably the only first-person shooter I play, but that's only because it fulfills the male fantasy of wanting to be on a heist. <laughs> like, I, I honestly think that's the reason why I play it, because it's just like, yeah, I can't wait to get in there with Shamu and Orange, and then we're just going to go on a heist, and we're going to go steal some stuff, and we're going to shoot some, we're going to shoot some maybe questionably, possibly good guys, but probably bad guys. And yeah, it's a good game too. It is a good game. I haven't played that in a while. I haven't played in a while either. I should play again. It, I, I I like Payday, uh, but the other one that uh, I I mean I've been playing a lot of Pokemon TCG because I've been uh, prepping an account for Puckles so that we can have one for all of the hosts to stream on and we can collect things together. And I've just been kind of been grinding it in my free time because I was just like I want all the things. We bought a bunch of packs um, so we could do trades and stuff and get the account set up with like all of the decks. But the problem was we didn't expect so many people to donate like a lot of their collections. <laughs> so we have a lot of the packs left still. <laughs> and we've got like a lot of the expensive staples. I think the only thing we're missing is like a third to Dene GX. And so but everything else we've got like we've got like three Zashins and we've well, got that thing that busted pulls too. Like oh we did have some, we did have a couple busted pulls from the locked packs and then you got a full art Josh and so you got rid of the other one because you didn't need it we got a second point. full art Josh and after that oh oh okay uh and then and and so then so then what Sigma and I did was we made the executive decision to trade one of the regular art Zashins for an extra with an extra three packs for a third full art Zashin. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh yeah just so we were running a full play set of full art Zashins. <laughs> It Perfect. was yeah. It was uh, we 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 just decided we're gonna bling because we've had good luck. But yeah, I think I I mean I I have a YouTube strategy planned out for TCG content that I'll probably start, but hopefully other people will pick up um, because I think it's a it's a cool niche that we can fill. We can do some stuff on the side with like Pokemon Coliseum content and other playthroughs. Mm-hmm. I just need to get a schedule set up. And while during this hectic time in life, it's a really good time to actually set that kind of schedule. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and try to get that set up. Uh, so that we have a nice we have a nice content release schedule on YouTube, but yeah, I've been playing a lot of that. I so I also bought. I'm trying to. I want to. I want that account to own like every theme deck that's ever existed, um, and so you can get that through the Pokecoins on Pokemon TCG online. And so we were going through, and Sigma and I are like, well, we'll just like get some of the good ones, but we'll mostly just work backwards to like collect them all because we have like the the new Sword and Shield theme decks to play with. Um, spoiler alert: Cinderace is hot garbage. Yeah, no, that one's not. That one was uh, known. The Cinderace one is the worst of the three. Yeah, Cinderace is the worst of the three. There's definitely tiers. Like Rillaboom's the best, and Inteleon and then Cinderace. I think Inteleon's got the best like mid game just because that that Kingler is very strong. Yeah. For the Kingler in that deck is very good. I am I'm very happy with it. And then I've picked up a couple of the other big meta ones. I picked up the Charizard deck that everybody's been running around with. 
I, that was also a good one. That is a yeah, it's a decent deck. I just wouldn't like I I I've learned what makes theme decks good. It has it doesn't have a high damage output, but it can have a de- high damage output. It can, yeah. It's an easy like knockout for like mid thing with like 120, 130, I think. Yeah, I don't remember how much the dam or how much the attack does. Yeah, it does. It's uh, thirty plus fifty per fire energy you discard. So, oh yeah, so it's like one hundred thirty because the ability like yeah. you take twenty and then you get two fire. Mm-hmm. If you have a fire in hand though, you can you can easily put out like one hundred eighty. It's way to boost it. It's just like, mm-hmm. you don't have any going off of the charger itself does. You hit one hundred thirty, which will knock out most mid like mid range things. Yes. The thing that I dislike about that deck is it doesn't really have a good plan B. Like, it, it's like Charizard or nothing. And Yeah, that's the thing. That's what the Zintelian's good. That's what I've learned with theme decks is the is kind of like what makes them good is you have to have you have to have a good plan B. Yeah. And you have a primary attacker and a secondary attacker. Yeah, and if you only have a primary attacker, you need to be able to support it and theme decks generally can't do that. Like in Inteleon, you have Inteleon and then you also have the Kingler. Which are both fantastic yeah. options, and then in the in the Rillaboom deck, you have Rillaboom and then Snorlax, both fantastic. So like mm-hmm. you have, you have two really good options there, and then you have like one point seven five options in the Inteleon deck because Kingler is good but not that good. Essentially, it's like if you have something that can just do it, but think with it, you just need a couple, just need a damage counter on it to do more, or is it like uh, for Kingler, you need a damage counter, but you don't have it. Uh, you could snipe, you could start sniping with like Cramorant, uh, but. It's a theme deck. You're not getting that many good draws. No. Yeah. It's, it's more of the fact because the Kingler is like 90 plus 40 or something like that. 90 plus 60. Oh, the 60. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, it's disgusting. So so they just have a single damage counter out of thing and you just hit it. It just It's a pretty much almost a knockout unless it's like 190 HP and you only did 10 or something like that. Or But most think If you want to talk about uh, hot garbage theme decks, though. Just, just as the reason I was starting this was because Sigma and I were just like, we're, so we're going, we're working our way backwards, obviously, but we were just like, well, we need the Totodile coin, <laughs> so we got the heart gold, we got, we got the heart gold soul silver theme deck. That thing's hot garbage. Yeah, well, because you got it's a it's a power creep thing. Because like back then, you your base your stage two still had like what one twenty, maybe one thirty if they got lucky. It's not even that. You know how today, like if you buy a theme deck and like if you buy the Rillaboom theme deck, for example, you get two Rillaboom. You only get one for Alligator. You get the one starter. Yeah, you get the one uh prime. Yeah, card. and they they used to be better because uh, this one's literally running like a four a four three one line of like for uh, Totodile Crocna for Alligator and then. It's also running like a four a four two line of like slowpoke slowbro, <laughs> yeah. and it's running like a three one line of ex- execute executor. So like it's just hot garbage. Like the power creep's definitely there, and it's definitely very real. But oh yeah, the fact that the deck isn't gonna help you at all when that's happening is also gross. Good yeah. thing they're more of a starter deck and not an actual seam deck. Yeah. That's kind of what Yu-Gi-Oh's done, too, in that aspect. They have starter decks still here and there, but they more or less go with uh, what we call now structure decks, which are actual, like, viable decks. Yeah. Because like, you see a starter yeah. deck, it's like, oh, you've got a bunch of generic trap cards. Like, you'll get a generic trap pool, which is not yeah. really viable now. And it's like... I would say if you're actually trying to get into the TCG physically, but there's no tournaments for you to go to right now, so I wouldn't rec- wholly recommend it. Uh, but... I, I would recommend going and picking up like one of these uh, new decks from Sword yeah. and Shield because they I think they they come with like three. I would go grab Rillaboom just to play around with it, but even then, if you're just looking for some basic new trainers, 
they have three magnolias in each of these decks. Yeah. Or professor's research, I should say, yeah, which is the equivalent of sycamore. So if you're just getting in, like that's a great place to go. But that's that's I enough. Just, oh, go ahead, Shamu. I'll let you go. Yeah. I just say Rillaboom because that's if you end up mo- like modifying it, that that's true. will get you the first in the long run. Just because that is the is that the Rillaboom that has the ability or no? I don't remember. No, that's not the one that has the ability. There is a second Rillaboom. Yeah, you, what you can do is you can just modify it to essentially have uh, the Rillaboom that can. That had the ability to like yeah. attach two grass, and then you can add the V's in there and the V Maxes. We get mm-hmm. those. Yeah, I agree. And there's a you can make it a grass toolbox deck. Because mm-hmm. any Pokemon that has an ability that's just like, hey, take energy from your deck and attach it to something just once per turn is pretty good usually. Especially with Rillaboom, it's two, I believe. It takes two from the deck, attaches it to anything on your board. If I remember right. Yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're right. You're right. But yeah, uh, that, that's the way to do it, but I think this is a good way to, to. This is a good place to stop Thatch from going on. Uh, this is this is what a TCG deck is now, a rant, and I think we should head on over to the news. So let's cue that epic music. <laughs> And welcome to the news. In the news, we've got a couple of things that happened this week. It wasn't a, it wasn't a completely slow week, so that was nice. So first of all, max raid battles have shifted in Pokemon Sword and Shield. Right now, Gigantamax forms of Copperaja, Garbodor, Duraldon, and Charizard are all going to be more frequent in uh, five-star raids. Um, you can get uh, Charizard and Garbodor in five-star raids over in Shield, and then Copperaja and Duraldon in five star raids and sword which is nice it's all the so we've gotten every single form now except for melmetal yeah yep and you can still get them in both you can get them in both yeah it's five star raids like they each own those pokemon are the only how to word it um they only appear it they won't appear it in um can't even think how to word it. I'm like, so in five star raids in Sword, you can only get Copperaja and yeah. Duraludon, but in four star raids in that, you can also get Garbodor and Charizard. The same. Can't the other ones at five stars in yes. other games. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I've been up for a while. They're all there. <laughs> and so, if you also like video games like we do, I guess I guess this is news. P McKee put it on the sheet, and I'm not exactly sure why, but just I guess this is for flavor. Um, GameStop is permanently closing over 300 of its locations this year. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I like if nobody else realized that that was going to happen. Uh, I think there's, but they're an essential service. They, they are not an essential service. Let's not, let's not kid. They were literally just trying to stay open for doom and animal crossing. That's all they were trying to do. And then, then they box themselves into a corner and now have to pay their employees who aren't actually working. So it's a, it's a good time. Public shaming yeah it's a good time it was bad pr it was real bad pr from gamestop because it's already a company that was on people's watch lists and then they they were already on the radar of like the the public especially their main clientele and they they just ruined their brand i i don't know how to explain gamestop other than they've just completely ruined their own brand uh so good job gamestop you're doing all right close close some more stores i guess The word on the streets is that they're going to close all of their stores and the, uh, or most of their stores and the ones that they leave open are going to be the ones that get converted to like their new like internet cafe style. 
and then I and then I think to myself, man, is it the early two thousands again? And <laughs> and then I'm wrong. Uh, let's see. The registration for the 2020 International Challenge in April is now live. You can sign up for the event. It's uh, the current format of VGC, and all registration uh, registration is available until the 9th of April. And if you participate, you get a Great Ball Guy shirt. So I will participate in this one solely for the Great Ball Guy shirt. <laughs> Every day we creep closer to the the full Great Ball uh, the full Ball Guy Mandalorian. This is the <laughs> way. This is the way. Master Ball Guy shirt. I'm waiting for it. Yep. In Pokemon Go, the where you should not go outside, the Psychic Spectacular event is being held from March 27th to March 30th, which is going to be over, I guess, by the time you listen to this. Um, there's increased Psychic-type spawns. They've introduced Gothita, Solosis, and Shiny Baltoy. The Go Battle League is now shifted to the Ultra League format and will run on that until April 10th. Uh, the current Team Rocket event to receive Shadow Entei has been extended through the end of April because they don't want people going out and trying to hunt that stuff outside. Uh, it feels like a really bad snowstorm, but it's not. It's much worse. And then there's also a Lugia raid event that was scheduled on May 24th, and that has been canceled. Uh, Cobalion will also continue to be the featured encounter in Battle League until March 31st. Uh, for a single coin right now, you can go ahead and purchase 100 Pokeballs in Pokemon Go uh, because you couldn't go spend stops. And the Today Few feature is being added to Pokemon Go. It'll showcase multiple pieces of helpful information, includes events, Pokemon and gyms, current streaks, daily spins, daily captures, curveball throws, and upcoming events. There's no official date for that announced yet. Yeah, Pokemon Go. They're not feeling good right now. (laughs) We thought Pokemon Home came out in 20, uh, came out in February, but it looks like it's really out now. (laughs) Oh, God, that's a good one. (laughs) <laughs> That's a good one. But, um, tis. All right. So uh, a few other things then. Uh, so there, there was obviously a mini direct that happened this week and we are going to cover it. That's just going to be our topic today because we, we kind of want to break that down and ta- talk a little bit more in detail about what's going on there. But uh, there's a few things puckle wise that we wanted to talk about. Um, and the first being that the signups for the PFTT, our prepare for trouble tournament, our doubles tournament have closed. I think this is like the biggest tournament we've ever had too. I think right now we're like we're like at forty two to forty four signups or something like that. We're we're definitely above forty. We've never broken that number. <laughs> this is nuts to me. I really think I don't, I don't I would love to know what people are why people are signing up more. I'm just kind of curious. Yeah, I'm what, very like, I well we have grown. We should we should remember that we we have grown pretty significantly. Yeah, we, we've grown. I'm just I'm just curious if there's a thing a certain like along rental teams. Yeah, the fact that we're now I don't know if it's Sword and Shield launch that people are buying it for their home console it might be that sort of thing mm. that people yeah. want to buy the fact that the Switch has kind of replaced both the handheld and the home console yeah I'm very curious it's just it, it blows my mind I'm just kind of curious what the reasoning is because that's it's like cause again we've grown yes but these are unprecedented numbers for us yeah this is well like last year's PFTTs had like 16 people in it for yeah. reference like <laughs> Like sixteen. And then maybe people. just the meta being more interesting. I'm just very. I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't know. Well, I think I think people might be starved a little bit for Gmax and Dynamax, and that could be too because you can, it's something that you don't get in the OU format anymore. Yeah, I, I think this is like really the first generation where like we've had this huge divide between the official way that Pokemon wants you to play and they've made it easier to play their way. Yeah. Also, they've made it easier, and they also cut us off from the old way of playing in the OU yeah. format. Uh, on cartridge and i think that created this bigger divide 
I think I think that might partially the form thing too, because even then was like Smoga and we had Mega the OU. Yeah, it didn't have also Megas because things got banned. Yep. But now it's like you don't have Gigantamax or even Dynamax as a whole. Mm-hmm. So it's like no one even wants to like. Why do it when we can't use the fun gimmick that they took away everything else for, yeah. right? Yeah. Also, uh, a small little puckle thing that I wanted to announce, because we do have, um, we are obviously, most of the world at least, is still dealing with the COVID-19 pandemic. And because of that, one of the things that I've seen not a lot of people utilizing in our Discord has been the uh, the puckle breeder bot. And so for the next month, we're going to drop it down. We're going to see how this works out. We're going to drop it down to a new Patreon tier at $15 instead of 25 to jump into the puckle breeder bot just to see um, if more people want to jump on that and use it. If not, we'll probably keep lowering it until more people use it. <laughs> I'm going to be completely transparent with my business strategy, in quotes. <laughs> I, I just want more people to be able to use it than like one or two people a night. You know what I mean? And so mm-hmm. because if we have it, we might as well share it. Right. And so I I, I just the, re- the reason there's a paywall there is, um, well, I don't want to use the word paywall, but the reason we have it uh, behind a donation is because we don't want it to be overwhelmed because there are mm-hmm. 1200 people on the server. I, w- most of which I'm sure would love to see this kind of service utilized. <laughs> and uh, this is kind of a way to prevent the the bot from becoming overwhelmed. So we're going to be making a new $15 Patreon tier. I'm not sure yet if it's going to be placing the $25 tier or just something that's in addition to the $25 tier on Patreon. Um, but it's going to be for the Puckle Breeder bot. Uh, if the $25 tier is still there, um, maybe you'll get a mug. I don't know yet. <laughs> but that's that's something that's an announcement I wanted to make first. So on that note, uh, I think that's everything we wanted to cover today uh, in the news. And we're going to shift it on over to Puckle's Poke Quiz, where we're going to quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. And welcome to Puckle's Poke Quiz, the part of the show where we quiz your co-host on their insane Pokemon knowledge. This is five trivia questions submitted to us from our Discord. Link to the Discord is in the show notes. You can submit your own trivia questions to the co-host to see if they can uh, they can be stumped or not. Five questions, each worth one point apiece, except for the one that has a bonus point that can be worth two or three points, depending on how badly they are doing. These guys are competing against their fellow co-hosts in a race to 30 points. Whoever gets there first gets a $20 credit to PokemonCenter.com. This this uh, segment is, as always, brought to you by AnimeGravy.com, your one-stop shop for all cool nerd-centric art. I have to switch it because it's not anime anymore. It's like nerds. It's just nerd stuff. You want to play D&D? Anime Gravy's got you covered. <laughs> It's a it's a good time. I, I love those guys. They're they're fantastic. So go please go support them, especially now because convention season is uh, is unfortunately canceled for the time being. Uh, and those guys make a lot of their money going to conventions. So if you could go support them. Uh, but on that note, let's get started with these questions. Our first question this week, guys, is from Polly Woe. What gym has the most NPCs in it? We're not counting the crowds, right? Not crowds, no. Okay. Uh, it was what gym has the most NPCs in it? Yeah. Yeah. And I would assume that if it's a building that also has a gym in it, we only count the ones in the gym part. So, like, 
that prism tower would be a cop out. Yes. Okay. So it's not going to be anything from Gens one or two, probably. I can't. Gen two wouldn't. I don't think none of the gems had anything high. I know Gen one. I think, depending if we count remakes and stuff, might have had a gem or two that had to quit a few people. The ones that stick out to me are the ones that I think Gen four and five. Because Gen 6, there really weren't that many battles in gyms. Yeah. And Gen 8, there's like, what, four tops? <laughs> uh, oh, wait, no, Spike Myth. Oh, Spike. Spike Myth is actually a contender because they had that what crowd of like six people at the end, if not more. Yeah, and there was like, and the, the battles, there were like double battles within it too. Yeah. Um, uh, the Spike only one that's <laughs> Spike Myth, and the one that always felt like it took forever in black and white was the Dragon Gym. But yeah, I, I can't think of anything that would have more than Spike Myth. Yeah, because I'm thinking even that I'm just thinking maybe like eight at tops, and it's like it's not a lot. There's oh, gonna be some uh, random. Mossy might have Mossy might have had more than that, but not not more but, than Spike, but more like more than eight. Yeah. Um, the other one that for some reason sticks out to me is Snowpoint, just because there were so many skiers. But doing the math in my head, like the the count, I think it's only like eight people there. Yeah, they generally yeah. go above like eight, except unless the weird gym or weird style. Yeah, I think Spike must be the. Probably what I'm gonna go with. Uh, All right, Spike final Muth? answer: Spike Muth. Spike Muth is unfortunately incorrect. It's very close though. It's like second. Uh, the correct answer oh. is Moss Deep. In oh Emerald God. version, there's no. like 15 NPCs in it. Um, no. it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it was close though. You guys were close. All right. So our next one is gonna be from the. Uh, Let's see. No, we're going to do it from Lord Snorlax. Which non-legendary, non-mythical Pokemon has the ability to learn the most moves in the national decks? Learning by Skechered Transform does not count. So what non-legendary and yeah. non-mythical? Non-legendary, non-mythical can learn the most moves. Um, I will give you a hint and say this Pokemon was introduced in Generation 4. Okay. Because these uh, questions are hard today. <laughs> that's a hard one. That's like okay, so essentially this, this fighting type which of the Pokemon, Pokemon this, have has this, the most moves. It's like uh This fighting type Pokemon introduced in generation four. There we go. A fighting type. Okay. What? Part part fighting type. Mario is an option. Infernape's an option. I think I think uh Lucario is closer because uh, it gets random, sh- uh, random stuff like water pulse. Um, uh, what are the it's got to be. I mean, so, was there anything that evolved from a previous gen that was fighting type? Not that I can think of off the top of my head. Um, this Pokemon also has a Mega Lucario. Okay, so Lucario is still a potential. 
what other gen what other gen four mega evolutions are there? That the fighting type. I'm trying to think because they didn't get Man. Gallade the same. Well, no, Gallade doesn't have that much. No, no, Gallade because it gets all the the evolution moves, right? Like it's going to get a bunch of psychic. It's going to get a bunch of fairy because those got added to its previous evolution moves. It, they keep giving it new egg moves. They gave it every slashing move. It's got a mega. Mm. I don't because I know Lucario's move pool isn't amazing. I've used that thing before. It, it's good, but I don't think it's the biggest. But Gallade. Uh, oh, no, Gallade just, gets a bunch of support stuff too. Yeah, yeah and he I, gets like every slashing move. He gets. Yeah, uh, I'd say Gallade. Gallade is correct. Uh, with a hundred and four <laughs> possible learned moves, it can learn it. The total number of moves that Arceus learns is a hundred and five. For reference, uh, so Gallade learns a lot of moves. Okay, um, without Gen 4 fighting, I would never yep, have gotten that. Nope, I know, that's why I handed it to you. <laughs> uh, your next question, as always, is your uh, your Pokedex entry. So I'm going to read a Pokedex entry, and you're going to tell me who that Pokemon is. So this one is from N, Harmonia, on the Discord. And she wants to know, Uh-oh. it's Pokemon Crystal Pokedex entry reads, rather than making a nest in one specific spot, it wanders in search of food after darkness falls. Who's that Pokemon? The good news is it's Crystal, so that's that. It's like Gen One and Two. So instead of so it's instead of leaving a nest, it wanders after darkness falls. Um. So it's a nocturnal. So it's probably something that appears during night. Looking probably. for food. Why is that familiar? Is it something that has a nest? Um, multiple things, though. Because I can't really think of like. Well, we do. You want to just use the hint on this, or do you want to save it for the two points? I am. I'm with whatever. Because I. This is like. This is just so. This this is a this is a this is a poison type. It's part poison type. Um, Shamu is right too. It is something that comes out after night uh, in the game. Uh, it's a Pokemon that you can only catch in, at night. Um, you can actually catch its pre-evolve form on uh, not Route Two. Oh my! It's essentially the Route Two uh, after Cherry Oh, okay, so it's Ariados. Yeah, Poison type out at night in Spinarak. Yeah. So Ariados. Ariados yeah, is correct. Uh, there you guys go. You guys are two for three. Uh, your next question okay. is going to be worth three point. Um, let's see which one's more reasonable. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, that's what you like to hear. You know what? I'll ask you, I'll ask you guys, um, if you want to know, uh, if you want to know, uh, if you want to do gym badge names or if you want to do Nendroid figures. I think Shamu is the only person with which I'd feel comfortable handling weeb merchandise. (laughs) I probably handle both of them. I know, I know I don't know gym badge names. I, I can tell you. I could probably handle, depending on, I could probably do an Android one, because I know three off the top of my head. Okay, let's do Nendoroids. Over the past few years, Good Smile have released eight unique Pokemon trainers in their Nendroid line of figurines. Name each <laughs> trainer that has been released as a Nendroid <laughs> thus far. Um, I will give you a point for every two of them you get. Um, so you only need six. 
I can, I can name okay. two real quick. Uh, red and Enharmonia, and that's it. That's okay. one point. Enharmonia. The There's two. Cynthia and Green. Green was just released. That's two. Um, I believe they did. A, I think they did Leaf or Green, whatever you want to call her. I think they did her. I they believe did not. they did Giovanni as well. They did Giovanni. You need one more. Um, Nendro. I'm trying to remember the the press releases. I knew it was correct. Giving Shamu we merchandise. You do have two points for one, oh, but you need just, uh, you have Giovanni plus one. You need one more. Lance was one, I believe. I no, that is incorrect. Lance. You get one more try. <laughs> okay, and then okay. three strikes, you're out. Um. So eight, we had N. Giovanni. Oh, you said N. Giovanni Green, uh, Red, and it was Cynthia. Cynthia. Yes, those are the five that you said mm-hmm. that were exist. There are three more that that came out. Uh, one of them, oh, I'm very surprised uh, you're missing. <laughs> one of them, I'm very surprised. Like, think of Jensen. Uh, oh, Lily. I'm gonna. Oh guess. yeah, Lily. Yeah, Lily. Lily exists. is yeah. correct. Lily is correct. That's three points. The other two you were missing were Lana and Ash. Okay, Ash. We really should have guessed. <laughs> Well, I didn't know. I didn't even know. Ash. I for, I remember seeing Alana one. I forgot. I didn't know Ash was actually made. I got it mixed up with the red. Yep. There we go. Wait, that so is, that's that's three points. So you guys are you guys are back to five yeah. for four. Our okay. last question, as always, is your base stat question. This last one's going to be from the master of trivia himself, um, Ribby, and he wants to know what not fully evolved Pokemon has the highest base special attack. NFB special attacker. Yes. Kadabra comes to mind. Kadabra is up there. Very much up there. Um, Solosis and Reuniclus have the same. Uh, Reuniclus just has more bulk. Yeah. Um, I thought no, I thought the special attack goes up slightly as that one goes on, but Solosis is still like low. It's not there. I thought Rionicus hits like 145 at evolved. I thought they were both 125, but I could be wrong. Maybe? I don't know. I'm I'm not entirely sure. I don't know that line completely well, but I think Kadabra is still like it, up there. Uh, I believe Kadabra gets like 135. Something like that. Like one, but... Speed is like 150. Teen, I, or 105, I think. Because Kadabra gets mostly defenses, but but no, no. I Because I remember when we were doing uh, UUTC, yeah? Not UUTC. Mm-hmm. Blah, 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 blah. Draft League. Uh, when Seth and I were, were joking, saying he needs to pick up Reuniclus and uh, Duosian, because Duosian had 125, and I know Kadabra's is not 125, I think it's like 115. Because I know Reuniclus does it only gets more HP in special defense. I think defense. I think I think it's Duotion. I'm more than I'm Kadabra. Okay with it. I'm okay with it. Yeah, I, to be honest. I, wait, do we have? Wait, is there a last I, question? Yes, but you already used the hint. This is the last, didn't one. you? Oh, we did use. Where's the hint though? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. For that, yeah. Yeah. Is Duotion your final answer? I feel strongly. <laughs> I'm with whatever. I'm not. Duotion is correct. It's got a base 125. Kadabra and Magneton both have base 120 in second place. So you mm. guys got six points. 
uh, today. Uh, that does shift nice. around the standings. Shamu, you moved like five places. <laughs> like, no joke. You moved a lot. Uh, Linian put himself out of reach of a lot of people. So we're going to go ahead. So in first place, we have Linian at 25 points. In second place, we have Seth with 17. In third place, we have Whimsicott with 16. In fourth, we have R Sigma with 15. In fifth, P. McGee with 14. In sixth, Dr. Shamu with 12. In seventh, we have a tie between Sublime and Scrawn with nine. In ninth, we have a tie between Jushiro and Basket at seven. And that that's everybody. That's just everybody. <laughs> Everybody's everybody's like solidly on the board. Uh, so I'm I'm impressed with that. So on that, if you want more Pokles Pokey Quiz, you can tune in next week for another segment of that. Uh, until next time, uh, we are going to kick it on over to the topic. We here at the Puckle Podcast like hearing from you, the fans, and we have another iTunes review for you this week. This is from Silver. This podcast is great. It's inspired me to make my own podcast. I really like everyone on the podcast. Also, a question for the show. What is your favorite Gigantamax Pokemon from the DLC or the base or both in, or both uh, doing keep, uh, keep doing what you're doing and enjoy your fight, Robin? Silver the Lucario. Well, thank you for that. And uh, we will catch everybody on the flip-flop. Please review us wherever you are. It helps more people find the show and helps us become a bigger Puckle family. And welcome to the topic. Our topic today is going to be this Pokemon, well, not this Pokemon, but Nintendo Mini Direct, where they talked about Pokemon Sword and Shield's Isle of Armor expansion for like two minutes or so. By two minutes, it was just a bunch of video of what was going on and very uh, not new things that we learned, <laughs> as far as I'm concerned. They they somehow showed very little of nothing um, in a very, in like a longer format than I, I expected. Cause like, I think they actually kind of showed what there really is to show without spoiling a lot. Yeah, I, well, yeah. I, think they, I think they want there to be surprises, just like they did with Sword and Shield. Yeah, uh, I I am impressed because we at least did get to see like more gameplay happen. Yeah, mm-hmm. that was the one. It was more or less nice seeing the cutscenes, kind of. Kind yes, of, like some of them and some of the animation they were working on, and yeah, just, and like, the, it, it looks more yeah, full it, than I expected it to be. Because honestly, yeah. honestly, the way that I expect that DLC to play out, and I think there's still a chance for it to happen, but maybe with a couple cutscenes that you go to, you go to the Isle of Armor. They give you Kubfu, there's some cute cutscenes with it, and then you just go and you get Urshifu, and then you're done. And then it's just like, here, go catch all the new Pokemon. Well, and now I, you get to battle your rival. Yep. Yeah. I feel, I kind of where I'm at, but I just think it's more of less like, the main bulk of the content is A, the wild area, which they don't want to go into detail about. Mm-hmm. It's like the mini wild area, whatever you want to call it. It's like half a wild area. The like, untamed yeah. area. Is that what they call it? No, I'm just saying because it's like half a wild area. Oh, I get there was supposed to be a joke and I missed it. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I, I don't feel bad. I missed it kind of too. <laughs> it went over. <laughs> yep. It was a bad joke. It's fine. It's fine. It's OK. Uh, so they did announce some like a couple of new things, but I really want to just go into like our expectations. So let's, let's get the new things out of the way real quick first. Um, so the things that they did announce, I'm really disappointed we didn't get slow, bro um let's just throw that out the gate like they right. <laughs> what a good opportunity like we're we're like what three months away from getting it so yeah they should just shown us that and then just go like yeah we'll get you the other possibly new ones when it actually released yeah like i don't know even just show like you don't even need to show so um in the trailers for sword and shield as they were coming out i think we saw pretty much every single returning pokemon in the in the Sword and Shield Pokedex, 
And I wish we would be able to get more of that in all of these little things like, oh, man, look, there's there's um because right now we have confirmed for Isle of Armor, the Cedra line, the Lycanroc line, the Zor the Zorark line, um, Volcarona, Magneton, Chansey, Meryl, Dedene. We have those confirmed for Isle of Armor. It would have been cool to like you just drop in like one more, you know. There's also Talonflame. Yeah. Said that. Uh, oh, yeah. Talonflame's in there. That's right. Uh, yeah, that's why I said like in Rockline. Uh, but the it would be nice just to drop like one of those in. Like that would have been fine. I know they were really trying to push the Urshifu thing, and they're like, and then you get to choose a tower to go in to choose what it evolves into. I think honestly, I'm gonna have to force myself to like that tower thing because I have a feeling that's where most of the content really is. It's more mm-hmm. of like, hey. Here's like a gym that's like three sizes too big that's just battles. And I believe they did say you have to just, you can't. You have to use Rishifu. Only Kupfu for that. Oh, yeah. Kupfu. Yes. Yeah. I, but to be fair, so it's like, I'm I'm into just using Kupfu for a, for a I, gym. I am too, but I'm more or less just like, I'm kind of worried. It's more of a just, you just battle like 30 trainers, like a battle tower. Thing <laughs> with only a Kupfu. You know, it's like, I, it's like fighting on fighting. And I'm yeah, like, I, I just yeah. have a weird feeling that's what we're going to get. And I'm kind of like, that's 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 a genuine fear. That's a good fear to have, honestly. You know, I I, I think that's a reasonable you know fear to have on this. But given how they've done the other gyms other than Spikemuth and yeah, uh, like the general presentation so far, I would be surprised if it's just like 30 battles on 30 floors. Um, there, there's probably going to be a little more to it than that. I'm I, hoping. <laughs> I would love puzzles, but that like the thing that doesn't give me hope is that there were essentially zero puzzles in Sword and Shield. Yeah. And that's that's what killed me the most is that. We didn't get like a cool dungeon. Like I've been playing through Leaf Green to do that uh, that Gen Three living decks, right? And so you yeah. go to the Sevi Islands, and there's fun little like strength puzzles that I still don't get right on the first time as a 29 year old. Like I just <laughs> I still don't get them right on the first go. I have to I have to like do it once and be like, oh, I was a dummy. This is how you're supposed to do it. Yeah, I miss that. Like, I'm not saying we need strength puzzles, but I, I don't know. Like, give us some kind of modern day equivalent to that. I understand they were really worried about people being like, oh, I can't beat the game. It's too hard to do these puzzles or whatever. But people play Jedi Fallen Order. Whatever you do, no more tile puzzles. No, no tile. more tile puzzles. Oh, God. after Gen 4, the, the Heart Gold Soul Silver, I still don't know what those unlock. <laughs> they just It's just more unknown. I I would really like to see. Uh, instead, uh, I want I, instead of the Braille puzzle, I want the Wingdings puzzle. Um, <laughs> I I want us to I want somebody I want I want there to be a generation of people that that instead of understanding Braille, understand the translation from Wingdings to letters. I want somebody that's a, <laughs> able to coherently type in Wingdings. But the only issue is we have the unknown alphabet, which is effectively Pokemon Wingdings. No, it's not. Wingdings are horrible compared to the unknown alphabet. Oh, I know they are, but on a basic, basic level of it, just a weird uh, language. That's what we have unknown for. That's what you do is you 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 get through the puzzle, and instead of the Reggie on the other side, it's just Wingding unknown. <laughs> oh my gosh, new form of unknown with Wingdings. Guess what? 
the unknown, uh, the unknown decks that like, doubled in size. You now have a bunch of winking unknowns. Galarian unknown. <laughs> I'm so into it though. That way we can get an excuse to get unknown in the game. Like I want, I, I'm very scared that unknown will never come back to Pokemon because they got rid of hidden power. I'm very scared. They just need to have a move via relearner that's called unknown power that does hidden powers thing and only unknown gets it and yeah. we're done. Keep it, keep it as unknown. The actual. No, like. I think what you do is you reintroduce you reintroduce hidden power as a move, but it you can't other Pokemon can't get it. it should be a signature move of unknown. It, not everybody should get hidden power. It was it was a cutesy idea when they came out with un, with uh, hidden power, but then it just got too far. Um, yeah. in Pokemon. That was the biggest problem. Special attackers have infinite coverage. Yep. Great. Yep, yep. So that was the thing that was very... I mean, they could have kept it the same way where you had to, like, engineer the IV so that you could get the base power that you wanted. Yeah. I think they just <laughs> had to do it to kind of their special attackers in a way. They they had to. No, no, I, I definitely agree. Too, physical attackers get the short end of the stick. With Intimidate, with Burn, and then also special attackers have nothing that there's no special activity, no special burn, and then they get a free coverage on anything. Like special attackers have it easy. They only have the only thing they have it other than that is a is assault vest, but that's still limited. The thing that gets me though is like with as many people as they like freak out about raids and like try to collect all of the Pokemon from raids and stuff, is just like unknown fits into this perfectly. Like it's literally a collectathon for the same Pokemon twenty eight yeah. times. <laughs> like I I feel like it it fits so well with the current like the current uh zeitgeist of pokemon <laughs> i i just feel like you could put unknown in and it would go over so well um it kind of it kind of reels back to that rant i had at the end of last episode where i i got on somebody's case about how because they were saying like the dex cut was the best re- was the best reason thing that ever happened because they could actually finish a pokedex and then i got on their case because that's not the reason they could finish a pokedex um, but that's a discussion for another day or last episode, <laughs> but you could totally in gen seven. And- <laughs> there were fewer in gen seven. I'm just saying there were fewer in gen seven. Uh, but okay, moving on. Uh, but unknown, you could, I feel like would fit very well into like the current, like, oh man, gotta go catch all the Pokemon nonsense, you know? Oh, the gotta catch them all nonsense, yeah. Yeah, well, the, got, the gotta catch them all, yeah. Well, you could give, like, little rewards for catching all of the unknown or something. I don't know. Make up a new charm, not the shiny, ch- the ultra shiny charm, you know? That way we can put ultra into the into the game uh, and, and make us have bad memories. And you get the ultra shiny charm and you get an extra two rolls or something on your shiny ch- shiny chances so that you can just, you're you're just running into shiny Pokemon constantly. It swaps the shiny and non-shiny encounter variables. I would not like that, personally. <laughs> I would be very unhappy with that. Uh, I, I am disappointed with, like, how like how they didn't give us, like, more Galarian forms, though, either. We were talking this about, about this pr- prior to the show. And they, they make it sound like, at least in the press release, that, like, Galarian, that there's more than just Galarian Slowpoke. And I I've hope- heard. Yeah, go ahead. I've heard compelling arguments for Galarian, Kadabra, and Dustox. I'm into or it. Or at least Gigantamax versions because of the, the decals Rivals. on the rivals. Mm. Yeah. That's a good one. Guy's, the, 
Psychic Boy is clearly, he's got two twisted spoons on his hat, and the Poison Girl absolutely is decked out in Dusk Dogs gear. So, into it. Yeah, because, I mean, I'm, I'm really disappointed it's just Galarian and Slowfolk right now. Um, I'd be down for a Gigantamax Dust Ox. I would also kind of like to see a Gigantamax Beautyfly, though, in tandem, but, like, mm-hmm. you have water free. The, the only problem I have with yeah. that is, like, one of them's a Poison-type master, and one of them's a Psychic-type master, and we've got a we've got a pure Psychic-type Galarian Slowfolk, and then most definitely, like, a Poison variant of either Slowbro or Slowking. Yeah, um, yeah. That's the thing that scares me about it, because, like, oh, cool, we have a Gigantamax Galarian Slowbro. <laughs> but, yeah. And it goes on both of their teams. Yep. Yeah. Yep. It, well, well, one gets one like Slowking, one gets Slowbro, you know? That's what I was about but to say. Slow- We're more likely going to get something like that, and then they might do what they did with Flapple. Flapple and well, yep. the thing is, Slowbro is in Isle of Armor, but Slowking isn't till Frozen Tundra. Still, yeah, that's they fine. Might show it though beforehand. Yeah, maybe. They might reveal it. Maybe I feel like it would be they'd both get it, get Slowbro if that's how they did it. But I can hope that would make me so sad. Uh, okay, the other thing that's really fun is that you can now dress up like Leon. Um, you, right now, you can go grab if you bought buy pre-order the Isle of Armor expansion or i guess the entire expansion pass with the with the crown tundra you can get your you get clothes and you can dress up like leon and be on your leon cosplay without the cape unfortunately without the cape you can have a champion time yeah what what a time i i'm okay without it um (laughs) they're also gonna have new lee card backgrounds they like spent way too much time on being like yeah this is the thing guys and I was just like, yeah, I'm okay with not learning about this. They also said there's going to be new clothing items, so you can dress up like all of the characters in the game, and also a boy with an Ice Key shirt, so they, they fulfilled Oshawott's dream. Uh, Uncle Oshawott's yeah. dreams. Uh, he can wear an Ice Cube shirt. There are going to be new Max Raid battles against new Pokemon, so that'll be that'll be fun. There's going to be new Pokedexes. Maybe, maybe we'll get a Bulletproof Wulu. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, the Isle of Armor, you'll be able to complete your Pokedex, uh, you'll be able to, you'll get the, you'll be aiming to complete the Isle of Armor Pokedex while on the Count Tundra, you'll be com- working on the Count, Crown Tundra Pokedex. Wow. Creative. Gosh, from the first one, I never would have guessed the second part. Yeah, right? Uh, we did get some more details on the Gigantamax forms for the starters. The press release, I do want to, I want to read it because the press releases typically have the most telling language about everything. Mm-hmm. In the Isle of Armor, which is part one of the expansion pass, it seems that you'll be able to help some of Pokemon traveling with you gain the ability to Gigantamax. It just says some of the Pokemon traveling with you, which concerns me. This has led to the discovery of Gigantamax forms for Rillaboom, Cinderace, and Inteleon, the final evolutions of the first partner Pokemon of the Galar region. So, with those, though, they did say after you complete the, in the mini direct, after yeah. you complete the tower, you will get access for your. They worded it as your partner Pokemon. So the only thing I'm worried about is it's only the, the starter, starter you oh, got. Not, oh no! <laughs> so if you somehow lost your actual starter, you will not be able to get these. Oh no! Well, good thing you still have your Grookey. Yeah, like I yeah, I've got my Grookey. I've got my Grookey. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this time, the details about the G-Max moves that only Rillaboom, Cinderace, and Inteleon can use have been revealed. These G-Max moves are tremendously powerful, packing an even greater punch than normal Max moves or G-Max moves. And, and ignore abilities. Yeah, prepare to be underwhelmed. 
Um, so G Max move for Rillaboom is called G Max Drum Solo. Grass type attacks used by Gigantamax Rillaboom will change to G Max Drum Solo. G Max Drum Solo is a powerful move where Rillaboom strikes upon a strikes up a beat with the sticks on its hands. Uh, with the sticks on its hands, what? And elegantly controls tree roots with spectacular drumming skill. It will then make these tree roots erupt from beneath the opponent, dealing massive damage. This move is more powerful than other max moves and can also ignore any effects of the target's ability. What target's ability are you trying to blast through with the grass type move? Sap Zipper. That's it. Also, uh, it would ignore things like Stalwart and stuff like. No, Stalwart, that wouldn't do it. No, Stalwart. No, Stalwart would. You would ignore. You would, well, the target's ability, so no, not Stalwart. Yeah, that's why, that's why I'm like. Uh, you're not. Uh, but you would ignore flash fire. Ignore uh, so the same thing happens with Cinderace with G Max Fireball. God, it's just it's the same description. Okay, I'm not getting into this. Um, and then, and then Italian's called Hydro Snipe. Uh, Italian. Italian. Uh, I no Italian. I just said it very <laughs> f- fast and very wrong. Um, and so, yeah, 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 wrong. So we'll wait to say that. Uh, and <laughs> it, Hydro Snipe does the same thing because we're just like, yeah, remember those people that used to snipe in Halo? We so, brought that, we brought that to your Pokemon game. So they probably just, I, I assume probably one. Who's he hiding from? He's power. giant. And part of his design is a giant nest that he makes. Why is he doing it there? Sniper Tower, that's all it is. It's stupid. Yeah. Who's he hiding from? Nobody. <laughs> The ground people. <laughs> the ground people. He doesn't like making eye, co- eye contact with people. That's that's so fair. I, I don't like spell. making eye contact with people either, so that works out. This is all in addition to Gigantamax Urshifu, uh, which changes typing depending on what style you choose. Blah, blah, blah. We do know it has a new ability. We just don't know what it's it is. Called it's called Unseen Fist. Called. Yeah. I didn't know that until like today because I was looking into the stuff. Yeah. Like, oh. The different styles have different heights, which is very confusing to me. Well, it's because they're measuring foot to top, and the two positions are very different. Yes. Yeah. It's literally like got think one of them has, like, slick down hair, and one of them's got, like, a bit of spiky hair. Oh, my gosh. That's <laughs> the 10-foot difference is because of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Isle of Armor seems interesting. I would like to see, like, I'm excited, but then I'm continuously sobered every time I remember that this... That this that these DLC only ca- account for like half of the missing Pokemon. Well, that's also the mm. Gigantamax height form. It's not the actual. Yes. Yes. Height. No, I, I, I agree with that. Um, uh, but yeah, that's, I'm always like sobered by that. Cause I just go, man, they did really good here. And then it's just like, Oh man, but there's, it's, it's going to feel like the second calling. It just feels like a second calling. I, I really think they've got stuff hidden here though. Cause like, the, Oh yeah. We have a map of the, we have the map now of what the, like, place looks like mm-hmm. and like a couple things to point off point out uh there is a cave in the middle there which i assume is probably more of just next to the water line or something i don't know it's like a cave in a hill like a grassy hill yeah. kind of area but then to the north there's just an actual cave which that could be something we don't know again yeah yeah you know, the, the one that goes yeah, the one that goes to the water, we actually saw in the mini direct. Yeah, uh, well, the there's one like like the very mid, like center of the aisle. Yeah, aisle, which that might connect to that, or it might not. We don't know for sure about that one. Yeah, but and, there's also a cave that's like you know a good cave. Yeah, an actual yeah, like a rocky good cave. cave probably. Yeah, and then 
There's a real a cave would be cool, uh, other than Galar Mine or the other cave that we got to explore, Galar Mine Two. I know, right? And me personally, I'm having like flashbacks of Gen Three with all the water the uh, area. I can believe that. I can see. And it. then there's that like there's a, there is an island in the north of it that looks that seems to have a tree in it. I don't know what that means. I don't know if that's what we do after we beat the tower. And that gets the third Gigantamax off? I don't know, because I thought that was Crown Tundra. The only thing I'm looking forward to is finding more ways to go, yeah, they're going to do more of these <laughs> before they move on to the next games. And mm-hmm. that that way I can at least feel good that, like, oh, all of the Pokemon are here. Because I do miss some of them. For Alligator, where are you? <laughs> we've only got two... We've got three generations of eight of starters, like... Let's bring back all the starters. Let's bring back all of them. I could use an Oshawott. We've got three. We've got three. Yeah, we're 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 approximately thirty-seven point five percent of the way there. You have instead of roar. It's fine. Let's take it the rest of the way. I mean, we've got all the good ones. Let's be honest. But you don't want to use that Torterra? No, not at all. The star Gen Four starter in OU. Yeah, yeah, the strongest starter in OU. Uh, yeah, I, I would like to see that. I mean, I would like to see Megas come back at some point. Uh, I feel really, I feel, I don't, I'm not holding out hope for Megas to come back, but I would yeah. like to see them come back just because they've been, they've been such a, they've been such a large part of the Pokemon experience for so long, like up until Sword and Shield, like they'd been around for six years and they'd been playable for six years. And it just feels kind of wrong that they just like said, no, not for you. <laughs> yeah. And then they put them in masters, by the way. What's up with that? DX. <laughs> uh, I'm Mystery just, Dungeon. Yeah, they're in Mystery Dungeon DX, the game that came out in 2020. I just feel very odd I think about they the whole thing. They, they could have done other ways to do it, but I think it was more of a lesson that they didn't want... They wanted to have Gigantamax, but they didn't want people to be complaining about not being able to Mega Evolve. And they didn't want, I don't think they wanted to, to contradict they what they were doing for Gigantamax. They didn't want, they, they had an idea for Dynamax, which required, didn't require an item like the past two gimmicks that they had. Yeah. So then they realized that there would be a conflict between Mega Evolution and Dynamax. And then they go, well, we don't want to do the models anyway. So let's just yeah. mix it. And that's 100% what happened. No yeah. other way. Um, they're just if like, they we want to make a new gimmick. They had gimmicks, and they wanted to go with the new one. Yep, that's exactly what I think happened. So we, uh, honestly, I don't think we'll get Megas. Cause it's, it's, it's I, that I think Mega, for, me, for me, Megas is reaching for the stars. I think, I think it's very realistic at this point to w- hope for the rest of the Pokedex back. But maybe not all the Megas. Um, I, yeah. Because I, the, I the Pokemon that I don't see coming back at this point right now are Ultra Beasts. Um, which is yeah. disappointing. Um, I don't see that coming back in Crown Tundra um, as much as I would like to see them come back. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're still going to be missing a good chunk of mythicals after this is all over as well. Like, we're still going to be missing, like, uh, a lot of the Gen 5 mythicals that aren't named Keldeo. And we're going to be missing all of the Gen 4 mythicals. Um, Deoxys is going to be missing. Um, there, there's just a good chunk of them that are still missing after this is all said and done. Uh, I mean, we're still missing Magirna, which is okay with me. Uh, from a competitive standpoint, I'm cool with Magirna being missing. <laughs> but wait, I, I think 
everything bodes well for us, uh, especially with how they're putting things into home. Like you can get the original colored Magirna in home now for completing a Pokedex. Mm-hmm. So maybe things bode well for us. We'll see. But on that note, uh, I think this is a good place to end. So we're going to take a short break and we're going to come back at you guys with the Pokemon of the episode. Hey guys, Seth Philo cutting in to tell you about something awesome that I've been absolutely loving, Vite Ramen. If you guys know me, you know I have a borderline noodle addiction, and part of that love has always been a guilty pleasure for ramen. Well, Vite Ramen is ramen, but get this, it's actually good for you. You heard me right. The guys at Vite Ramen have spent years making ramen that's nutritionally complete, and I absolutely adore it. Each bowl has 30 grams of protein, which is more than your average protein shake, 7 grams of fiber, all 27 key vitamins and minerals that you need, and most importantly, tons of awesome flavor. Oh yeah, and did I mention it still only takes 4 minutes to prepare? It's basically still instant ramen. You can head over to VitRamen.com and pick up soy sauce chicken, garlic pork, and my favorite, vegan miso flavors, as well as handy utensils and other such stuff. And here is the coolest part. At checkout, enter code PUCKLE and you'll get 10% off your entire order. That's P-U-C-L, all caps, for a whopping 10% off. Anyway, I gotta get back to rating, and you've got a show to finish. Catch you guys on the flip-flop. And welcome to the Pokemon of the episode. Our Pokemon of the episode this week is National Dex number 839, Colossal. Uh, the, oh god, I lost it. The Coal Pokemon. The Coal Pokemon. It's Gigantamax Shield Entry says, When Galar was hit by a harsh cold wave, this Pokemon served the giant heating stove and saved many lives. Wonderful. It saved, our, <laughs> it saved many lives Wonderful. during that. Uh, Colossal also has the ability Steam Engine unique to it. That is when this Pokemon is hit by a fire type or a water type move. Its speed is increased by six stages, so just max speed. I don't know if that helps too much with a base speed of 30. Oh, actually, it it can. It can. I I mean, I'm just imagining four times 71. We did this on a battle cast. I think it outspeeds Dragapult. Yeah, it does. It outspeeds a fully invested but not Scarf Pult. Perfect. Yeah. I'm into it. Uh, I'm into it. So all you have to do is hit tap, tap it with a water type move or a fire type move, and it's it's just cruising. So uh, on top of that, uh, in this set, we've, we've got more to it. Uh, other than that, I think his, uh, his base stats aren't terrible. I mean, he's got a base 110 HP, base 120 defense, is special attacks 80, which is meh, but special defense of 90. I mean, he's a bulky boy. It's actually, it's, it's got like above 80 and everything except for speed, just 30. Yeah, I mean, that's not terrible. Because you're dealing with both 80 attack and special attack, so you can go either way with it. That's not terrible. And then what's his G-Max move do? I, I'm not very familiar with it. I just yeah, essentially, it does what Charizard does, where it sets like the blazing mm. field, but other rock type. Oh, I'm into that. So it, just does, like, it just deals damage on the board for four turns. So you also, you also probably use that when you... Yeah. Well, you could. This team This team is not, this team's not G-Max. Yeah, let's unfortunately, say, yeah, I forgot this, this one's not G Max. It might be worse to run G Max. No, this is something that's a question. We don't know if it's if it's better or not yet. Yeah, it has yeah. variations. If you do rock, you get uh, still have access to the special defense boost. Yeah, but if you do sun, you have mm-hmm. access to another move. Should I just? Yeah, go ahead. Tell us about Colossal Shamu and this team that we've got. This is a VGC team. Yes, this is VGC. So you're running everything's pretty much running protect almost. Mm-hmm. 
So it has Heat Wave, Ancient Power, Solar Beam, and Protect with a weakness policy. So you're running a special. You're yeah. Because this was not GMAX, so you can set Sun or Sand, mm-hmm. and you you have your grass coverage. Because it depends on what you want to do. You could probably, like, if you want the sand, run it normal. But if you want that damage over time thing, you probably want a G-Max. It's like, it comes down to the fact that do you want to accidentally set sand or possibly set sand? Or do you just want to deal with your sun? Yeah. Do solar beams afterwards if you're alive? It's a weird, it's really more or less, what do you want to, I guess it has to do with the meta at that point too. Like, Mm -hmm. what are you more worried about dealing with? That's true. I think right now, I, I think either or is a good option. It's honestly based on preference. Do you want sand or do you not want sand? Yeah. Do you want do you want that chip over time that's not actual sand or do you want? Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to get rid of another yeah. weather? It, it's really, it depends. Mm-hmm. And a lot of this team has some stuff to like kind of trigger its steam engine. Because mm-hmm. so, you're essentially ice. I don't know the stats spread on it, but I assume it's probably like a... I'm sure it's a bulky boy. It might be more, uh, might be like HP and speed. Well, you, you've the idea for me would be at least you go big and then and then you hit it with like a surf. You hit it with a surfer like after a, it like goes after it goes or, big, or you do some other tricks this team has in store. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'll yeah. move on to the other one of the other Pokemon. I guess the uh, other main. I don't I don't know what the uh, I don't know about main, but it's it's a good one. Yeah, no, that's like I thought there's something else there too. But uh, the other little fun mon there's a Durant with Life Warp. Uh, it's got Iron Head, Stopping Tantrum, Thunder Fang, and Protect. I assume it has Hustle. That one I didn't... I don't know. Yeah. But generally you run Life Orb, Hustle, Durant. So it's got... It's just got its generic coverage. Hits hard. It, it does Durant things. Mm-hmm. So we also have a Rillaboom because coverage. This is for... You just have Drum Beating with Rillaboom, which is just a solid move. Knockoff, which is also a solid move that not many people get anymore. It's a, it's a specialty now. Fake out because fake out's always nice in VGC, just so you can directionally like stun people. And then taunt is also very nice in VGC right now. So I mean, it's just a really good uh, spec or uh, tech to keep in there. Rillaboom, I think, is not only the best uh, starter deck you can purchase in TCG right now, but also probably the best of the starters um, in terms <laughs> of in terms of support, at least right now until Libero comes out. Uh, for and even then, Libero and uh, Grassy Surge are going to be competing for. Yes. For yes. good. Yeah. Uh, Melodic is also on this team uh, with Muddy Water, Blizzard, Coil, and Recover, just so you can make a very bulky Melodic. <laughs> I don't know that I'm comfortable with Blizzard, but that that yeah, is a choice. That's odd. I'd much rather run Icy Wind over Blizzard, but that's just me. And maybe you don't care because you do have like a you do have a Dragapult, and then you're hoping you proc Steam Engine on the Colossal. You should also mention that Rillaboom has a Citrus Berry. I don't believe that was said. Rillaboom does have a Citrus Berry, and the Melodic is running Leftovers because they're bulky. <laughs> because They're, they're your... They're your yes. Moms. Yes, uh, but take us home, Linny, and tell us about the rest of these wonderful people. Uh, finishing us out, we have a Dragapult because this is uh, a Gen 8 team, so we have a Dragapult. Until Lando comes back. Even then. I... <laughs> no, then you run Dragapult and Lando. Yeah, uh, so Dragapult, <laughs> get the best of Pult worlds to say. It's got Dragon Darts, which is a very fun move in doubles. It's got a bunch of weird interactions, but they usually work out in your favor. Uh, it's got Dragon Darts, it's got Phantom Force, it's got Surf, specifically to trigger Colossal's uh, steam engine. And it's got Flamethrower, uh, flame which can also probably to tr- <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Flamethrower is going to deal significantly less damage, 
but Surf's going to proc that weakness policy mm-hmm. and get your steam engine. So, you know, you have options even on that. It's got a focus sash, so you can, even if someone's got like Scarf Meteor Dragapult, you can survive it and set your set your buddy up to go. All sorts of fun. I assume it's physically invested. I don't know. It could be. I mean, I would hope it's physically invested if you're going to try to surf to proc the Colossal. Right? Uh, and then we've got Togekiss with a Razor Claw, which boosts crit. And it's running Dazzling Gleam, Air Slash, Ally Switch, and Follow Me. Ally Switch for the good old-fashioned, you thought you were going to attack that. You were wrong. And Follow Me for, I just don't want to call an Ally Switch. I'll just play it even safer. <laughs> I like I like Ally Switch, though, just a lot. It's in doubles. I'm a big fan of just this yes. intentional redirection. And Phantom Force is actually really good tech because it's smart, and it actually follows the Pokemon if they do Ally Switch. Yep. So I I really like I I really like how Pokemon's going in that regards right now, um, in terms of redirection becoming a more prominent uh, mechanic. But this is a good team. We'll put it up on the on the Discord server if you want to try to play it. So uh, be sure to check out the Discord server if you want to try out Colossal as a Pokemon. Uh, outside of that, though, I think that's going to be it. We're gonna switch gears and we're gonna kick things on over to the mailbag. It's mail time. Sending your emails. Mail. And welcome to the mailbag. The mailbag, as always, is brought to you by the energy drink Green Tauros, the energy drink that gives you hooves. Hooves. Yeah, energetic. Oh. <laughs> and so, uh, if you, if we remember and you send the good email, we'll give you the Green Tauros badge roll. That'll be fun. Then you can bug the uh, mods on the Discord server to give it to you until they remember. So. Last week, we wanted to know what your favorite challenges to do in the Pokemon in Pokemon games were to help you revisit and get more longevity out of Pokemon games. We also, uh, this is the part of the show, I forget to say this, where you can send in listener emails to us at PucklePodcast.com and we'll read them on the show. We typically have a question. You don't have to reply to the question if you send us an email. If we get a lot of them, that's how we prioritize them. But if we don't get a lot of them, we'll just read your email because we like you. Uh, we appreciate you sending in mail. So don't forget, you can send it in at pucklepodcast.gmail.com. We'll give you the new prompt at the end of the segment. Our first email today, though, is going to be from Brianna. So let me get it open up here. So from Brianna. Hey, Puckle Crew. I hope everyone is doing well and staying safe during this crazy time. I've been keeping busy by also doing a Generation 3 living decks. I did Gen 1 and started on Gen 2, but I really got the edge to play Gen 3 for some reason. Probably because you realize Gen 2 is kind of awful in terms of playability. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to lie. I have very nostalgic memories of Gen 2, but they're not for good reasons. It's funny because I was in high school when the games came out, and since I didn't have a Game Boy Advance, I hated on Ruby and Sapphire since I couldn't play them. When I did get one and played Emerald, I thought it was okay. Now that I'm playing them years removed and have already finished Ruby, I'm really liking them. I appreciate them more and what they added to the series. Anyways, as I already said, I beat Ruby and recently played through both Colosseum and XD for the first time and quite enjoyed them. Actually, Colosseum's super refreshing if you've never played that played it before, I have to yeah. say. Like Colosseum specifically, maybe not XD, but Colosseum is very refreshing because it's a completely different turn on how like Pokemon is done. And then XD was just like, hey, let's meet halfway in between with the traditional Pokemon view, and it's not nearly as good. But Colosseum's like, you're a bad guy. Or you were a former bad guy, and now you're well, going to... I think gonna... the costume was more or less... You have a limited, like, 
options of yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, that was true too. That, like, was, that made it more fun. They made it bigger, but they I think also like, oh yeah, you can just catch wild Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but there was like seven. <laughs> there are like seven wild Pokemon to be fair in XD, but there were also like seventy shadow Pokemon though. Yeah, there were a lot of Pokemon in XD. Let's see. Uh, my goal with these playthroughs, as I said, I beat Ruby and recently played through Coliseum and XD for the first time and quite enjoyed them. Now I'm dual playing Sapphire and Emerald, where I play one version till I get a badge and switch to the other. My goal with these playthroughs is to get a living dex and Ruby, Sapphire, Fire Red, and Leaf Green, and have Emerald be where I store my living decks. I'm trying to get every Pokemon possible in each game to have the same trainer ID. Oof. And that would mean breeding for the exclusives and yes, save backups and save editors for the choice Pokemon for the choice Pokemon like the roaming beast. Pokemon like version exclusives, of course, would not apply. I know it's a controversial topic, but I think it would just be nice to have every single Pokemon available in a particular game to be owned by one trainer instead of traded, even though trading is a big part of this franchise. I mean you do you. I'm not I I don't think anybody is allowed to judge you. You can play the game however you want to play, Brianna. Unless you time travel and animal crossing, no one will judge you. <laughs> I don't know why people judge people that do that. Like, I don't understand that either. As of this email, I'm halfway through the games on my way to the fifth badge. With the gap in my work schedule due to current events, I hope to finish by the end of the week and probably start spinoff games like Conquest before driving into the Gen 1 remakes. I wish you all the best of luck on your Pokemon challenges and don't forget to wash your hands. Brianna. <laughs> uh, well, thank you for that. Our next one uh, this week and just our last one is going to be from Hoyt Q. So uh, Shamu or Linian, whoever wants to punch each other. I'll, I'll take it. Okay. Okay. Hi, Pokemon crew. Hoot Q here. Hope you're all doing well. In regards to fun Pokemon challenges, my go-to is the Pokemon Crystal Clear Hack ROM. Pretty much an open world Pokemon Crystal ever since I homebrewed my 3D ads all I've been playing. It comes with many changes to the gameplay, like uh, you have more starters to pick from, with different difficulty levels. I assume it's like, hey, you choose this one, it'll be harder, or it's a tog- mm-hmm. like, toggleable uh, difficulty. Mm-hmm. You can go to the, any 16 gyms in any order. Oh, yeah, I remember that's and they scale, too, depending what your badges are. And then all obstacles are, like, cut trees and strength rocks are gone, so they kind of just... They kind of remo- so they remove roadblocks and all that, and they just, like, let you go, hey, you can just get to this badge, go get this badge first. All that mm-hmm. fun stuff. There are many other awesome gimmicks and changes, and it would take forever to list them all, but I highly recommend this ROM. Oh, and also, Pokemon... Oh, they have the, the following. Pokemon follow you in that game. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for all your hard work, and it's always a pleasure to listen. Good luck to everyone participating in the PFTT tournament. Ooh, yeah, no, it's... Uh, that one I've never played. I, like I said, I don't think... I think the only ROM hack I've ever played was Ash Gray. I don't think I've ever played anything else. We did do an episode on it, like, way back in the day. Like, way back in the day. It was with Sarge, so it had to be in, like, 2012, 2013. Yeah. It was a very long time ago. It'd be fun to do Back in the dark days. Maybe we revisit it. I don't know if they've redone the... Uh, redone it or not. Maybe I don't think Ash Gray, but we Gray saw significant upgrades, but, oh, there's been stuff since. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if they've I don't know if they've done anything since, but we'll see. I don't know. I, I know there was another hack. It was like Pokemon Orange, where it was like you go through the Orange Islands. That one sounded fun. Yeah, that's a, that was an old. That was an old one too. I think I played that one too. I, I don't know. The only problem I have with some of those is they get like way too linear, like way too linear. Like Pokemon's linear, but not that linear. <laughs> yeah. Not Skyward Sword linear. Okay. Oof. Yeah. 
I mean, fair, but oof. Fair, but oof. Yeah, I mean, that was, I feel like it's a much warranted, like, yell at them, you know? Uh, I, I do appreciate this, that there are people that are going out. I'm also happy to see I'm not the only one crazy enough to tempt a Gen 3 living decks in this day and age. It's, uh, <laughs> it is very stupid. I, I'm not going to go nearly as deep as her because she's like, I'm going to go catch the, the roaming beasts and all this other stuff. And that sounds like absolute awfulness in every single way. Because like catching the legendary beast in Gen 3 without Colosseum and XD, it's horrible. You have to beat Leaf you Green. Do, like with three playthroughs, three playthroughs of Leaf Green Fire Red. Three. Yeah, you get all the starters. Yeah, they get stuff, one, they, one with each starter, and then it's oh, oof, ew. it's not fun. It's, I mean, you still have to get all the starters anyway, um, and so you have to like restart a save to be able to do a Gen Three Living Dex. But you just have to get the starter, and then you're done. Yeah, you don't have to play through the whole thing. Because you can get the the like roaming legendaries, you can get through XD and Colosseum. XD and Colosseum, I always thought for the longest time were required to complete the Gen three living decks, and they aren't, which is crazy to think about. I thought there was stuff that was exclusive to them. No, no, I don't believe there is. But what used to be was the Johto stuff, but you can technically get them in Emerald. But the thing is, you have to complete the decks like three times. Uh, yeah, the thing no. that the thing that was the hardest would have been the Johto starters. But in Emerald, you can get a you can get a Jota starter by completing the the Hoenn decks. Uh, you you get oh, you I get see. your choice of a Hoenn st- or a Jota starter. So you have to do that three times, which wouldn't be impossible. It would just take forever because you have to trade yeah, everything back and forth. Exactly, it would just take forever, and so you'd have to do that. You'd have to do that three times. You have to beat Emerald three times, and then go get all the Jota starters. the The easiest way to do it is you have to play Colosseum or XD. Colosseum is the preferable way to get the Jota starters by far, man. Because even then, in XD or in XD, I believe you get the Jodo starters only if you beat Mount Battle each time. I don't know if it's just the last ten battles or not, but you have to beat Mount Battle to yeah. to get the Jodo starters, and it's very disgusting. That was originally at the time. Fun fact: the only way to get the Jodo starters with like the uh, elemental hyper beams. Oh right, because they were only exclusive in uh, Fire Red leave green to the canto starters yeah exactly they were only exclusive to the canto starters at the time and so you could get frenzy plant and everything on them oh yeah yeah so i'm looking at it right now yeah you'll have a the chikorita will have frenzy plant and ancient power the yeah people will have reversal and blast burn and then total has crunch and hydro cannon yep. but to get them you have to do mount battle three times yeah you do because you do you get one for doing it yeah. one. like you do mount battle you get one then you, mm-hmm. add, you can do it again to get another but to get all it's i did it it's more i did it when i was a child because i had infinite time as a child yeah uh i i missed the infinite time (laughs) granted i kind of have it now so (laughs) but yeah you could get them you had to just clear it every i think it's more reasonable to clear mount battle three times or it is to clear emerald version three times Especially because you can cheese Mount Battle. <laughs> yeah, you can cheese Mount Battle. I don't know if you can cheese Emerald version, the game. Yeah. And then finish the decks. Yeah. Even if the- you're just tra- trading them in, that's going to take hours. Yep. It was... Uh, but you're used to that, right? Oh. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds like... Yeah, I'd much rather play Mount Battle. Mount Battle is like a nice grindy experience because I have to do it anyway. Because... The only way to get Ho-Oh and Lugia currently without, like, a lot of hacking, I granted I am going to do, like, a little bit of save editing to go ahead and get uh, one, a Gen 3 Celebi that's impossible to get. 
unless you want to go get the world's most expensive Celebi. <laughs> the world's most expensive Celebi is like you have to um, you have to buy a Japanese GameCube, and then you have to buy yep. you, then you have to buy a Japanese version of Colosseum along with the bonus disc. Wait, wait. what do you mean? Wait, couldn't you actually just do that with the Wii and just homebrew it? Uh, yeah, so you can homebrew it, but it, like if we're talking about doing it legit anyway, if we're homebrewing stuff already, why not just save at it, right? Like I know. But so, one of the things too, you're well, you're gonna do it one way or another. So yeah, I know it. So it's much cheaper to go buy a save editor for a Game Boy cartridge than anything else. Yeah, significantly if you also cheaper. Have a Wii, if you have a Wii, you can just hope. If you have it. a Wii, that you can do it, but you still need the Japanese save, and then you need to get the Japanese bonus disc, and then you have to still have a Japanese copy of either Ruby or Sapphire. Yeah, I don't know if it's possible to do it with Wii Homebrew, but that would be an option to look into. You still need a you still need a Japanese copy of like Ruby or Sapphire to be able to tr- give to to deliver the Celebi. Oh, so you still need you still at least need a what's a car like an R four or something. Yeah, yeah. You still need. Yeah, there's still things that there's still more things that are that are needed. You still need required. something, but it would be better than buying the full. Oh yeah, I think I think at that point you're all if you if you didn't have the Wii, you'd probably be in just about as deep because the price of yeah. a Wii, a used Wii versus a used Japanese GameCube is about the same now. Yeah, and it's it's not that much different. And then you still have to buy the Japanese copy of the game. You still need a, a Japanese version of Ruby or Sapphire. And then, yeah, yada, yada, yada. You got to transfer it all over. It's a it's a time. Let me tell you, it's a time. But on that note, uh, that is where we'll end the show today. If you want to email us next week, uh, you can email us at pucklepodcast at gmail.com, where you can go ahead and let us know. Uh, what do we talk about today? Oh, what do you think about Isle of Armor? Are you excited for it? Or what, what in particular are you excited about? Is it trainer card backgrounds? Tell me it's trainer card backgrounds. Well, you know, the weird thing about trainer card backgrounds, slide aside, they're not entirely useless. They help determine the RNG of where uh, you battle online. Yep. So maybe that's their way of saying, oh, there's new online battle arenas. That's not their way of saying it. Their way of saying, here's some new trader card backgrounds. <laughs> I want Mustard in the background, okay? Oh, God, I forgot his name is Mustard until just now. <laughs> uh, and then... <laughs> I, 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 I'm not going to talk about it. Okay, but you can go ahead and email us at pucklepodcast.com. Let us know if you're excited for Isle of Armor after this news update. Uh, you can also keep up with us throughout the week by following us on social media over at Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can always come over to our Discord server and catch us out on more things. We also have more shows that come out every Thursday over on our Puckle Plus feed. Don't forget to go ahead and uh, ch- subscribe to our YouTube, s- subscribe to our Twitch at twitch.tv slash thepucklepodcast. You can also come and watch us do various things throughout the week if you're bored and maybe stuck in your house for reasons. And then... Of course, you can always support the show by coming to Twitch, dropping a free Twitch Prime subscription. You could go ahead and uh, support the show monetarily by also going to our T Public store and buying some merchandise or buying Vite Ramen using code PUCKLE at checkout for 10% off. They'll deliver those noodles to your door. And they've got the Szechuan noodles coming finally. I'm super excited. Uh, and then, They're apparently very tasty. I mean, I believe that. And then, of course, you can go ahead and check out the rest of, uh, you can also go and get the rest of the content, like we said, over at patreon.com at patreon.com slash puckle podcast, uh, where you can get access to the puckle breeder bot that is up and running. And we will be dropping that starting April 1st. And then you can also go ahead and, uh, uh, sign up for any other tier you want. Maybe we're doing other giveaways. I think next month is Melmetal. So it'll be a time. So on that note, I have been Trainer Thatch. 
I've been Chamber. And I've been Lenny. And here in the Lavertown Radio Tower, it's closing time. here at Pucka would like to thank all of our patrons who make this show possible and as well as just give us a bunch of awesome stuff to uh, work with and improve the show. Uh, I put out a video earlier this week thanking all of you for your continued support. Some changes to the tiers that are coming. You should see those changes reflected on patreon.com slash podcast later this week. But I do thank all of you for supporting the show in as much as you have and as much as you could. It's just amazing to me and I really appreciate it. And on that note, uh, I'm going to go ahead and go ahead and read all of your names as I do every week because I I'm just ah man I'm blown away and I I want to thank all of you for making this possible and I'd like to reiterate as always none of us make money from this show it all goes back into the show making it bigger and better and it's very exciting because we can do a lot with your support so once again thank you and without further ado. Thank you to Greg, Viger, Dooley, Cordia, Snickle, Rob, JT Rex, Big Chunk, The Fluffiest Ones Cut, Sean, Michael, Paul, Dexio, Christian, Miguel, Apollo, Corey, Rotted Mushroom, Titan Killer, Lane, Piccolo, Ryan, John, Wade, Marcus, Kinkovic, and Harmonia, Alolan Dergs, Tank, Sheldon, Michael, CR Perkins, Bodtech, Swampertata, Gone Corefish, and Amanda, Chris, Andrew, Alex, Kenneth, Michael, Jordy, Ellen, Jacob, Bear, Nicholas, Holden, Justin, Launchpad, McQuack, Craig, Joey, Matthew, Sheon, John, Jonathan, Merlander, Caleb, Joshua, Zane, P. McGee, Robert, the Golden Klefki, DGZ, the British Gent, Brian DeWolf, Dylan, Trevor, TJ, Keegan, Peach, Doc Knox, Dennis, Farmer Fox, Echo, Edub, Jonathan, Disco, Calypso, 
Kelvin, Taylor, Mike, Colt, a legionary, Maxi, Shambles, Justin, Crocodiles and Crocs, Michael, Tim, equals Dylan, Andrew, Old Man Tup, Jesse, David, Super Chad, Chan, Chandman, Lord Corbinick, Harvey, Lotto, Jordan, Raymond, Brock, Ed, Louise, Cal- Kevin, Nico, Hayden, Voltaire, Calvin, Justin, Luke, Matthew, Neleb, South, Brandon, Locke, iStarly TV, Zach, Kenneth, Prime Rib, Elfeets, Jeremy, Gigantamax Metapod, Sammy, Graham, Greg, Alec, Christopher, Yegler, Mikey, Christopher, Kevin, Chris, Darkflame, Halfwell Review, Sparky, Coop, Jordan, Shira, Zardy, Smacky the Frog, Ironcaster, Orange Avenger, William, Steve, Anime Gravy, Hazelnut, Sarah, Dylan, Joseph, Traby, Cordell, Julie, and Alex. Thank you to all of you. That is a lot of names now. I appreciate it. I will catch you guys all in the flip-flop. And again, you're awesome. Thank you for your support. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.